You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to the E2C Network podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com This week on BGB we're on the Pro Crew. What's up everybody? I'm your host Dallas Ham, and this is Body Get a Bachelor and this week we're doing things a little different. Riley had to be gone. She is studying for a very important test and so um Instead of her being on the show this week, we've brought on our very own resident of the E2C Network and another resident Bachelor watcher and lover. You know him as the Auburn super fan. It is Mr. Chandler Fullman. What is up, Chandler? Uh, just sitting here, um, just re-watching the Bachelor episode, um, looking at that uh, AU logo that... Uh, Madison and uh, Peter made out on, um, and I'll I'll never look at it the same again. It's they uh have have they sold our beloved logo at Auburn Arena? I think they may have. I think they may have. I just don't know what to say because I was watching it last night and my eyes got wide and uh, my heart kind of sank a little bit. Chandler, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I've heard about. Uh, making out on on a football field on the 50-yard line, and I've heard it about some stuff on a baseball field, but I ain't ever heard no making out on no basketball court. (laughs) Well, now we've seen it all, I think, and so uh, we're just going to have to, you know, kind of drain that one from our minds and everything. But uh, last night was a pretty big episode with it being hometowns, and uh, I know that... You're like me, and me and you take some flack for being big Bachelor fans, uh, but we, we know how to take it on the chin with a grin, and we're, we're pretty firm in our in our uh, manhood. Uh, but what what are your thoughts about this season of The Bachelor, my friend? Uh, I think it's, I think there's way more drama. Uh, well, I mean, there's always a lot of drama, but one thing I've noticed is I think it's uh, more staged than other seasons I've watched before. Um, I don't know if that's because I've, I mean, like I've, uh, I know some of the stuff that goes on and happened here in Auburn, but it just seems like it's, it's way more staged than past seasons. Right. Yeah. I can see that, especially with some of the stuff for, for Victoria F and Chase Rice. That was a, that, that seemed to be so cringy, you know, because you could tell. What a coincidence, you know, uh, you're going to pick any country music singer or any singer in the world for that matter. And it just happened this by the luck of the draw. It happens to be her ex. <laughs> and I'm starting to wonder if she hadn't dated a million country singers. Cause last night she brought out Hunter Hayes and, uh, I was, I was waiting for the part where she was going to tell Peter, yeah, well we only, he and I only dated for like a couple months. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. But uh, so hometowns uh, this week and and the next two weeks are, are going to be phenomenal as well with fantasy suites coming up, and we'll kind of touch on that at the end of the show, and uh, then the finale. And so we're hoping that our girl Maddie P makes it that far. Um, but we have four girls that are going to get a hometown, and uh, we saw that last night, and we had to start out with none other than Hannah Ann from Knoxville, Tennessee. And so her dad is a forester, so he's a manly man. And so Hannah thinks that she wants to take Peter axe throwing. And I'm going to just be honest. I think that Peter was a little out of his comfort zone at this one. Yeah, I I agree. I think um, I think Hannah Ann and Peter, um, I, especially I think Peter would have done better in like more of like a nail salon or picking out little daylilies or something. He <laughs> he doesn't seem like a manly man. He doesn't he doesn't seem like you know his first axe throw bounces right off the board you know and and hurls back at him and uh, then he tries to chop a piece of wood and that kind of goes not as not as good as he makes it out to be in the in the meeting with her dad, but uh anyway, she wrote him a letter last episode telling him all the things that she loved about him, and so he decided this week that he's going to do the same for her, and uh he does that, and that's his way of kind of telling her at this point that he is uh he's kind of there at this point that he's following for her, and uh so that happens. And then, as a staple of this show, when it comes to The Bachelor and the hometowns, it's always a big deal when the man gets to meet the father. And and I know you and I have been through this. It's nerve-wracking when you meet the father for the first time. It is. It definitely is. And um, I know uh, Peter got lucky, um, in, my, in my opinion, uh, only having to meet two of the fathers. Um, uh, he met one stepfather and then he totally didn't meet a fourth family, but we'll talk about that later. But, um, I thought, I thought he got pretty lucky, um, in terms of, um, meet, meeting the father. Right. I agree a hundred percent. And, uh, cause like I said, you and I know what that's like and, uh, it's pretty nerve wracking. So he got lucky, you know, with, with this, this season and who he's, who he's picked to come this far uh, he, he kind of got it a little bit easier, but in the conversation with Hannah Ann's dad, uh, she had already expressed that she was falling in love with him and he kind of has been beating around the bush to this point, but now he is there with her and he kind of told, uh, told her dad, you know, that that's what he was planning to tell her and her dad tells him that, he does not want Peter to utter those words to Hannah Ann unless he was 100% meaning it. And what does he do, Chandler? He he does it anyway. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, Peter, shocker, that the guy does whatever. The the one thing the, fa- the father asked him not to do, um, and there he goes doing it, you know. Uh, I was just, I was shocked. I, yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you this show, man. Uh he he he's tended to do what somebody tells him not to do, and we're well, you know, we'll hit on that more uh, as this goes along. Um, but Hannah Ann 
gets the opportunity after, as all the girls do, gets to sit out on the front porch and talk for a little bit before they put him back in the car to go back to his hotel. Um, she tells Peter that she loves him. And that is, that's not reciprocated by him because um, he's already told her that he's fallen for her. Um, and that, at this point, is going to be good enough for this relationship. Um, and so we kind of see him get back in the vehicle to head back to his hotel, leaving her just, she just has told him that she loves him, and uh, he just kind of has to, you know, smile and, and nod and wave and, you know, be happy about that. Um, and then we get to cut to the next hometown, which is Kelsey. And uh, Kelsey is from Des Moines, Iowa. And just like you would think, you know, at a, what a date from Iowa, what Iowa would be known for, um, you know, it's just like Iowa to, to be all about some wine, you know, I mean, uh, so we're going to stomp grapes to make wine. And if you have a foot fetish, then this was your date. Oh yeah. Um, if you have a foot fetish, um, then this was your episode and, uh, your date, um, you're right. And I thought it was kind of a, uh, I don't know what the word is, a coincidence maybe that uh, they started or they went back to back with the second date being the wine tasting um, and kind of, I, I mean, I'm not going to like put a label on her, but crazy Kelsey, you know, and then you go to come here to Auburn, Alabama um, with the strong Christian uh, family like the Pruitts. Uh, drinking sweet tea. I just thought that was kind of a, a funny, um, I don't know, oxymoron or coincidence or whatever, I, or ironic, um, I guess would be the, a good word for it. Yeah, I would I would agree with that 100%. It was almost like a, a whole different ball game out there compared to when, when they both get to Auburn. Um, uh, so, they stomp their grapes to make the wine. They have a conversation, and Kelsey, as you called her, Crazy Kelsey, that has been said on this show before, um, she tells Peter that she's in love with him, um, and that is met with silence, but a nice smile, and uh, we kind of have to deal with that and see where that's going to, you know, we see how that's going to play out. And uh, we kind of already know the backstory on Kelsey's family. Her Her mother and father have gotten a divorce, um, and her father fled to Mexico where he was doing who knows what. And uh, we come to find out that Kelsey's mother has remarried. So she's got a good stepdad from what we see. Um, but at this point, it's not about the dad. As you said earlier, this point, it's it's Peter's going to have to talk with Kelsey's mom. And uh, she knows heartache. And she tells Peter not to break her daughter's heart. And then she ends it with that famous thing that mothers do got it and uh he kind of he's got that perturbed look on his face like uh he knows what that means and uh she's very serious about it yeah um but you gotta love um when the the mama says um don't break my daughter's heart and peter and she says got it um and then i mean i'm sure it was a few days later in real life but um about an hour, hour and a half later on the episode, what does Peter do? Break her heart. He likes to do what he's told not to do. And uh, it was it was during this uh, hometown that, you know, she has her opportunity outside. And uh, 
It was at that point that Kelsey reaffirms her love for Peter, and Peter tells her his heart is definitely falling for her. And uh, I just don't know at that point, Chandler, if I was just sold on that one because of what comes later in the episode. But at the same time, I will say this. If you were dating 30 women, which you and I didn't, we've never had the courtesy of uh, dating 30 women at one time, I think we'd probably be confused too. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. And, you know, my dad, my, my daddy always told me, um, don't, don't date two or, or three or, um, 30 women, you know, at the same time. And I felt like that was some pretty good advice from my dad. That was solid advice from, from Papa Fullman. And, uh, that's advice that all of us men can, can take to heart. And, uh, want to thank him for such sound wisdom and, uh, and you you've echoed you have echoed this sentiment already before and i will echo it uh here um you and i are blessed with uh a, each of us have a wonderful woman in our lives and we didn't never need the opportunity to date 30 women because when you get a gym like we got i think we out uh, we both out kicked our coverage my friend oh 100 percent 100 percent so i don't think uh i don't think we're missing out at all and uh Anyway, so after the hometown with Kelsey, it was time to meet the Prue crew, and uh, what a fantastic episode. This made the episode, of course, I mean, for Auburn people, this was the big shebang of the year. Um, Madison has Peter Pilot Pete at Auburn University, and it starts out in front of Sanford Hall where they have a quick chat. And then it shoots all the way over to Auburn Arena, where upon arrival and walking in, they get a video message from Chuck himself, Charles Barkley. Yeah, um, Charles Barkley is um, probably the the second most likely person I never thought I would ever see on The Bachelor. Um, and uh, But sure enough, he showed up on the video board and... Uh, said that uh peter better not hurt madison and uh but welcome to the family welcome to the auburn family and i thought that was pretty cool um but but um the the most likely person that i never thought i would see on the bachelor came in next and that and who was it tell me who it was that was coach bruce pearl coach bp himself um and uh came on in uh the arena while uh the while Madison and Peter were um kind of messing around and um playing basketball and and then let me tell you uh Bruce got them doing some dribbling drills and Madison straight showed up Peter let me tell you um Peter looked like he had maybe played two games of upward before but not much more than that Right. And you, you know, I thought it was really cool. Um, cause I, hey, when this episode first came on, I did not think we'd see Bruce. I, that was a surprise to me. You may have, uh, had heard different before. Um, but I, I had no clue he was going to be on this episode. And, um, when he came out to talk to them both before he put them through the dribbling drill, I thought it was really great. Some of the things that he said. Uh, before they're kind of before that started, um, when he was telling Peter, you know, what an incredible girl Madison was, and not just that, but what kind of family she came from. Um, 
as Coach Pruitt coaches under him, and he knows what kind of man he is, not only as a coach, but as a family man and uh, as a man who leads his family toward Christ. And uh, I just thought the sentiment that he echoed about Chad Pruitt was fantastic, and it, and it added up to everything I've ever heard about Coach Pruitt, and I know you know Coach Pruitt personally, and, and I know you know his character, and uh, you can kind of touch on that. Yeah, I I, w- I agree with 100% of the stuff Bruce said about Coach Pruitt, um, about Chad. Um, he is a, a wonderful, wonderful man, um, and every interaction um, I've ever had with Coach Pruitt um, has been nothing but wonderful. Um, he looks you in the eye, um, every interaction, uh, and just focuses solely on you. And that, I mean, you know, that makes a big deal. Um, that's a big deal for, um, for people. And I thought that, um, but, but yeah, I thought coach Pearl, um, really, really, uh, I guess told, uh, told nothing but the truth about coach Pruitt and, uh, I really enjoyed that segment much like you did. And I, I'll go even further to say that just like, you know, he said those things about uh, Coach Pruitt, I feel the same way about Bruce Pearl. I know Bruce Pearl has a lot of negative attention surrounding him half the time from a lot of people who, you know, really just have a have a lot to harbor on him for some strange reason. Um but I, I echo what he said about Chad. I echo that back to Bruce. I think Bruce uh, holds a lot of the character that, that Chad has as well. I think Bruce, um, and I've said this many times on, on other shows on this network, I think Bruce is a man of character too, um, and, and he's never, much like you probably can attest to this, the times that I have been able to interact with Coach Pearl um, around campus, he has been nothing but class character moral uh standard for our program and uh he's always looked me in the eyes when when speaking to him and uh and he makes you feel important and i echo that about bruce too yeah i 100 percent agree with that and um i mean every time uh i went and talked and met with uh coach pearl uh or i've talked to him one day on the concourse for about 10 15 minutes um, and ever since that day, um, when I've seen him, uh, and he's seen me, uh, he's looked at me and said, Hey Chandler, how you doing brother? Um, how's it going? And just, um, made time out of his day that he probably did not have, um, to, to make, uh, to make me feel special. And he does that to everybody else as well. And that, that is exactly what Auburn's about. And I think those are the characteristics that, that we hold so dear. And, and that's what makes Auburn special. Um, and just a quick tidbit, though. I know you saw this like I did last night. And I had to say something on Twitter about it. And I'm going to say it here. It must be a cold day in the underworld when uh, Nick Vial of Bachelor Fandom um, makes a tweet talking crap about Bruce and his character and his morals. That just that beat all I ever seen, buddy. Yeah, I, I agree, and I think that uh, Nick the All Guy, he's probably um, I don't I've never even heard of the guy, but he's he's a joke. Um, I think him and Peter need to go get their nails done together. <laughs> 
Oh boy, let's uh, let's make that happen. Let's get Nick Vial and uh, and Peter, and let's let them uh, go to the nail salon. That sounds good. Um, but moving on, uh, they they go through their dribbling drills. Uh, him and Maddie P with Coach Pearl, and uh, they end up playing one on one. And like you say, Peter looks bad at the dribbling drill. She's dribbling circles around him, and uh, they play one on one. And of course, Maddie wins that and uh next thing we know like we talked about at the beginning of the show they're making out on the au logo uh lying on the ground at half court <laughs> i'll never look at half court logo the same um that was that was pretty miserable to watch thank you uh abc bachelor for uh ruining the center court logo for us uh you know we come to watch the the boys play a good game and uh, all we're thinking about is pilot pete and Matty P, uh, smoochy smooching on, on our logo. So thanks a lot for that. And, uh, we'll never get that ingrained out of our, our minds. But, uh, then it comes, of course, for dinner with the family. And, uh, they have prayer at dinner, which is something we'd expect from the Pruitts. And, uh, instead of wine in the goblets, they confess that it's sweet tea, which I think is incredible. Um, and you can tell, right off the bat as they're talking that the whole family is just very genuine and they have a Christ-centered home. And uh, it's here that Madison is able to talk to her mother about what's been going on in her and Peter's relationship. And um, it gets brought up between the two of them if the conversation has been had that Madison is saving herself for marriage. Um, If she has mentioned that to Peter... And we all know that that conversation has not taken place. And she tells her mother that that has not taken place. But that conversation really does shine a light on a very important thing. Um, and, and that is her faith. And, and I think, you know, last night when I was flipping through, I saw something interesting and really profound that you had said on Twitter. And that was that you could see, you know, this season or, or one of these episodes, this one or the next one coming up, you can see that this could lead somebody to Christ. And I thought that was so incredible um, of a perspective that you had, and I loved that. Um, And I agree 100% that this could be a a life-changing episode, or the next one could be when we actually do get to hear some more talks about that with Peter. Um, But, you know, you really said it best there, my friend, I think, and I just kind of like to hear, you know, your thoughts on that as, you know, in person. Yeah, I never, never in a million years did I think I would be able to say that the bachelor led somebody to Christ. But, um, but I really um, am encouraged and really, um, I really like Madison's um, strength in her faith and her belief in, in Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior. And that really, it gives me hope um, and belief for the show that um, that even if it is just one person, that this show can change somebody's life. And not only, um, you know, I mean, we've seen and watched the show over the season, and it's just been nothing but negative, um, sin-filled stuff um, that that uh, doesn't necessarily look at, uh, shine a good light on Christian people. Um, but but I am certainly encouraged by this next episode 
Um, and if it just shines the light of and shares Jesus just to one person, then it has done its job. Boom. I, I love it. I think you're absolutely right. And I think that sentiment can be echoed with a lot of people that are going to watch this and, and see that. And, uh, you know, it it goes beyond that talk with her mother. It then goes to the talk with Peter and Coach Pruitt, where Coach Pruitt really just is very honest with Peter about what their family believes in and where they, where they stand and uh, what he wants for his daughter and what he wishes for her to, you know, that, that she he believes that she knows her worth and that she is worth so much. And, um, you know, she has set a very high standard for the person that she's going to be with. And, and you know, I, I think I could say, you know, after one time meeting somebody, I just don't know if you can tell if, if they are the standard, you know what I mean? And, and so I think I agree with Chad, the way he handled this conversation, you know, where he shared with Peter that, you know, he just doesn't know after this just one time if, if that's exactly what, you know, needs to be but i think what was great about it was chad never did say you know that you know we're gonna shut the door on this but it leaves the door wide open for peter to still be around if he chooses madison um it opens that door of hey we'll we'll hang in there and get to know you better um and i thought that was a great way to look at it and he told you know peter that i don't want you I don't want you telling Madison something, you know, that you don't mean. And he asks him, you know, if, if this were to be, you know, are you, if you tell her that you love her, you know, I want you to mean it. And uh, he said, can you tell me right now, sitting here in front of me, that you love my daughter and that she is going to be the one that you pick? And uh, he makes it very clear, you know, that it, it, Peter kind of kind of acts like if it were, like he wanted to say, like if it were tonight, then I would pick Madison. But Chad P kind of interrupts and says, "Well, you know, it's not tonight's not the end all be all. There's still three other women. You still have a couple more weeks to go. So it's yet to be determined if you can sit here and tell me that." And uh, Peter obviously says, "Then you know, well that's correct, you know. So I I, I can't just sit here and tell you what I'm gonna do." And again, he's confused. I understand that, but I love the way that that Chad handled that. Yeah, um, I mean, I I'm not a Peter fan, um, but to his credit, um, I I do think that um, it it ne- it wouldn't necessarily be great on the viewings if he admitted, "Hey, I'm going to pick your daughter, and yes, that's who I'm going to marry." You know, I think the Bachelor producers um, certainly may have had something to do with that. And heck, I don't know. Um, I don't know if he chooses her or not, but I, I do think the Bachelor producers probably had something to do with that choice of words. Yeah, could be, could be. Uh, and what I thought was most interesting about it was when it was time to go, you know, Madison, up to this point, she has not said anything about even falling for Peter. Um, she's just been letting it ride, which I think has been incredible. Um, and Peter has already told her, as we said in a previous episode, that he is falling for her, that he is falling in love with her. And before he gets in the vehicle, he uh, he flat out told her last night that he loves her. He hasn't told that to any other girl. Um, he said the falling thing, but he has not told any other girl that he loves them until last night, and that was Madison Pruitt. 
And uh, once again, she kind of, she doesn't echo the sentiment back because, hey, she's smart. She's playing it safe. Yep. I agree. I agree. So I thought that was incredible. Um, but at the same time, I think it's incredible that he he is the, she's the one that he told that to first. So that kind of pumped me up in a way, uh, just kind of, because she's an Auburn girl, we want her to do well. And if she's happy, you know, we're happy. Um, and so that was the big part of the night. And uh, move, we move on from there to Victoria F's date, who um, has had a lot of problems this season, but is somehow stuck around like a hair in a biscuit. And uh, she's from Virginia Beach, Virginia. And her date with Peter is at, a, is at an old-time photo shoot. And, uh, which I thought was kind of cringy. And, uh, after that it was, uh, Hey, let's make up for the Chase Rice incident. Uh, I got another country concert for you. Uh, and it's Hunter Hayes. Yeah. I thought, I thought that, that entire date, the, the, the photo shop or whatever it is. Um, and the, the Hunter Hayes concert, I thought both of those were pretty cringy scenes. Um, in my opinion, I thought they were too. And, like I said earlier in the show, I was sitting there thinking, well, when is she going to, she's just going to come out and say, oh, don't worry about it, man. Me and Hunter only dated for a few months anyway, so I was waiting for that one to come out, but thankfully never did. Um, but it, it's after the concert that uh, Peter has an ex from Virginia Beach, Virginia, who knows Victoria um, F., and it's at that time that she calls out to Peter as he's walking away, and this girl, who is named Marissa, um, who dated Peter, drops the truth bomb on Peter that he needs to be careful, which sends them into a conversation about Victoria F. breaking up several relationships in the area. Don't know if this was said or not, but this is through the grapevine what we've heard. Uh, Riley shared this with me that... It wasn't just relationships that Victoria F. had mangled up. It was uh, marriages um, that she had messed up, broken up marriages. And uh, that kind of put Peter in a tailspin, so to speak. And when it was time for him to meet her family, he wanted to talk to her beforehand about this. And it is here where we see Victoria F. really solidify herself as the picture that goes beside the word gaslighting in the Webster's Dictionary. Mm-hmm. I, I agree 100%. Um, I, I really uh, I really think that, that Victoria is is a total fake. Um, I think she's, she's just um, I don't know what she's there for, but I, I certainly don't think it's the right reason. I don't think so either, and uh, I think she really gaslighted him bad. I mean, everything that he was saying, she turned it right back around on him, uh, trying to make him be the enemy, trying to make him be the evil one, trying to make him uh, be the one who was in the wrong, which he was clearly not at at all. Um, And that, to me, was... I've never seen gaslighting so bad. I mean, it was very, very apparent that's what she was doing. Um, and he doesn't even get to meet um, her family because uh, he just is like, I'm going to get out of here. Because, I mean, he even asked her, you know, you know, you, he's like, you never, do you even, you, have you ever fought for this? And she was like, really? Uh, and, you know, like asking him or basically, you know, shrugging that off in a way. And um, she was just very, very ugly at this point. 
Um, and he leaves, and then the next day, of course, she shows up at his hotel room with the picture that they took from the day before, and uh, she apologizes and start making starts to make excuses, and she tells Peter that she's been falling in love with him, uh, and she hasn't got the opportunity to tell him, but she was going to tell him last the night before. Um, and, of course, the whole time my eyes are rolling. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And, um, I, I just, I'm not a big fan of Victoria F. And I, I feel like I've made that pretty clear. But I know, um, I guess it's now we can talk moving on to the, a little bit to the rose ceremony. Um, and I'm sure y'all can guess what happens here. I think everybody could guess because it, it was like it was going, you know, everybody from a mile away could have guessed, you know, what was about to happen. And because it's always like this for some reason, I think I don't know, you know, if it's the producers. I think I know why this happened. But, you know, obviously this is a family show. Um, but, of course, between the four girls, three get a rose, one gets sent home. Uh, only three get to go to Fantasy Suites next week. And uh, Kelsey got sent home and Victoria F. got the final rose, which meant that Hannah Ann and Maddie also got a rose. They'll be uh, in the top three. And uh, I honestly, as as at times, I did not like Kelsey. I honestly felt really bad for her last night, and I think she deserves better. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Um, I just, um, it was really frustrating. I don't know. I don't know why, um, but Peter really frustrated me last night, and I've been trying to hold out and think highly up on him, but after last night's episode, I just, I'm just i pretty much done with Peter and um, done with trying to keep an open mind towards him. Yeah, I lost a lot of patience with him last night based on that decision, and uh, it is his decision, not mine or yours, but at the same time, I, I lost a lot of patience with him, and you know, he, he's been, he has definitely been a bachelor, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't have minded Mike Johnson being the, the bachelor this season, but we got Peter and we've kind of had to ride with him and, and it, it ultimately has, has been a good thing for Madison so far. But, um, I agree. I lost a lot of patience with him last night and, and you kind of see just the nature of the show and how, how it is with breaking people's hearts and, just some kind of the crazy outcomes that comes from it. But um, with Kelsey being sent home, he gets to, to be with the remaining three women, and uh, we find out that they're going to Australia next week for the Fantasy Suites. And for those out there who, you know, are keeping up with this show th- or keeping up with The Bachelor through this show, some of you have been listening and don't even watch the show, um, Fantasy Suites are... A, major part of this show and as as y'all can imagine it, it has a lot to do with intimacy which uh madison pruitt has definitely spoken out about on on the show this season and uh we're gonna we're gonna see next week as as this show wrapped up this week madison went over to peter pulled him aside and told him that she wanted to talk to him um and it's going to be the talk about saving herself for marriage and it's at that point that the episode ends. So we're left to speculate over the next few days and the remainder of this week, you know, what Monday night's episode is going to be like and how he's going to take it. And there's a lot of people out there on social media who 
are saying, you know, well, she should have told him this way sooner. This is a big deal. But you know what? I think I think she's done it just right, Chandler. I think she has, you know, done everything right, um, stayed out of the drama, and she's made a very good impression on a lot of people. And I think, I really believe that if, if it was to work out between her and Peter, she could make a very long-lasting impression on him by the way she's acted. Yes, I I one hundred percent agree, and um, I yes, I I certainly echo that sentiment. And so that's what next week we're getting. We're getting fantasy suites. We're getting the talk between Peter and Madison about you know um, her saving herself for marriage and and where that comes from and based on her faith. And we'll see how that works. Um, and then we're gonna get a little bit of drama next week too because we've already seen Victoria F. Um, she's already started gaslighting again, um, and she's already started acting out again, and this time she's going to make a big deal about Madison waiting so long to tell Peter, because she basically says that, that Madison is giving Peter an ultimatum, um, based on the fantasy suite, so it's going to be an interesting next episode, it's going to be an, an interesting finale too, I believe, um, we'll see if Madison makes it past the fantasy suite week, and, uh, We'll see what kind of comes up from there. But Chandler, it's been a pleasure, man. Uh, not every day I get to have you uh, on, but, you know, Boom Tracker wants to have you on sometime soon, too, uh, to talk about some recruiting stuff. Might even have to talk a little Jalen Green with you. Um, because you, you, uh, you had, you said something earlier that struck me about those bammers, uh, you know, having their business in, in what we're talking about here with The Bachelor. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, with coach Pearl being on the bachelor, um, I don't know if it benefited, uh, recruiting, but I know it certainly didn't, uh, hurt recruiting. And, um, I, I saw some tweets from Auburn fans that were like Bruce Pearl pulling out every string in the book, uh, knows how to recruit. And I thought that, I mean, that's obviously true. We, well, I mean, we all, we already know that, but. I saw Correct. some bammers firing back. Yeah, since so many 16-, 17-, 18-year-old males um, watch The Bachelor. And I'll tell you what, I mean, when I was 16, 17, or 18, I watched The Bachelor. And let me tell you something else. It's not a coincidence that uh, today three experts uh, flipped their prediction for Jalen Green from – Memphis and Oregon to Auburn. Um, so now Auburn um, leads the crystal ball predictions um, for the number one recruit um, in the nation. And I don't think that's a coincidence. So take that, Bammers. Uh, you know, they say that about rent-free, and there is certainly some rent-free living on that side of the state, buddy. Uh, you know, they. it's so funny. You know, talk, talk, to, me when, uh, talk to me when Nate Oates... Uh, is on the bachelor. How about that? Uh, who? Wait, who? <laughs> Nate. Nate. Oh, you you don't know about Nate Oates? They 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 practically uh you know worship the man over at the hangar. No, I uh, I mean I know about the airplane hangar that they play in, but um sounds like um I mean from the sound of things, I guess their uh, their coach is on the front of a cereal box or whatever that granola box is with the Quaker Oak guy, from what it sounds like. Who oh boy, uh, we we uh, getting a little feisty now. That that's what I'm talking about. But 
Chandler, it's been a pleasure, my man, and uh, we're going to have you on Boom Tracker soon. Uh, enjoyed talking to Bachelor with you, brother. Yes, sir. It's been fun. I want you to tell everybody where they can reach you on social media. Uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, at cfullman30, C-F-U-L-L-M-A-N-3-0. And you can find me on the Twitters, Instagram, whatever, uh, at dham4au. That's the number for au. Um, it has, again, been a great week here on Bought to Get a Bachelor, and we're going to see you next time after Fantasy Suites. War Eagle, everybody. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?